you've always wanted to be a fashion blogger. The the person comes in and you're like sitting there, you know, scooping rum raisin out, just saying, oh, I hate this fucking job. Totally. They're you're going to miss it. You're not, yeah, they're not going to want to connect with you. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Surrounded by Idiots radio podcast. Uh, This is where you get news and information and all sorts of fun stuff. And the only purpose really, the reason why we do this is to help you rise above the unwashed masses and live life on your own terms. Today you have myself, Dr. Tony Frayne, and the lovely Lexi Rodriguez. Hey Lex. What's up? How is it going? It's going. I'm, uh, I just told you before the show, I don't want to go crazy on this, but, uh, I feel like I got run over by a bus because I changed my workout program. <laughs> nice. You know, you change your, but that's a good thing too. You change That's your, a good thing. I was just going right. to say that. You change your If you workout do the same program, thing over and over again, you're going to get used to it and you're but, not ever going to be But sore. that's what happens in the, and you plateau and, yeah. and once you, once that happens, you know, nothing, nothing gets better. It just, it just sucks. And so, but if you're in something for 10 or 12 weeks, you got to get out of it and change so I finally did, but but now I'm going into the full body training every other day, and it's killing me, which is yeah. good and bad at the same time. So I feel as though, plus the fact I had, you know, yesterday was Fourth of July for those people who are listening to this, you know, this week, and not, you know, in terms of the archive stuff. And I might have had a couple drinks yesterday. Oh yeah, I might have had a couple drinks. So all well, that, it's only ten thirty, and I've taught two bar classes and taken Pilates, so I'm nice and up and ready to inform you guys on what the our topic is. Aren't you I something? literally, Aren't you something? I know, I literally had <laughs> half a glass of wine last night, and I felt tipsy and the moment i started to feel tipsy i was like nope fuck that i like poured it down the drain because i didn't want to be a smidge hungover this morning literally being hungover pisses me off more than anything and it pisses i get mad at myself so i like felt it i was like oh i'm feeling a little tipsy and then i was like nope that i'm done drank some water went to bed i have a long day today so i'm not sure how i feel about that because that's a serious party foul drink what you pour but yeah, I'll party you know. tonight. So, so this week we wanted balance. to talk about uh, balance. Yeah, speaking of which, we want to talk about balance. And and I told you before the show, I sent you a bunch of notes. And this is usually the way what I sent you was usually what I go through with my clients. And it's it's about achieving balance and creating priorities, and then going through the process of how you do that, and then the hidden things that are involved in creating balance for success. Because really, what it comes down to is what what you want. You know, what the hell do you want? I mean, success is very, very individual and, it, and it's based upon what, what each person wants. Could it be a specific goal or could it be an overall lifestyle? You know, it, it depends on you. But all this, all that being said, there are kind of guidelines and, and whatnot. But I don't want to start that way today because you're going through, and I think it's really important to talk about personal stories and talk about uh, events, current events. And your current situation is you're going through this exact same thing so if you don't mind sharing with us so so, basically i wrote balance i wrote in big um, bold letters work life and relationships and coming from work i have about five different tiers and that's because right now in my life it's like I have great relationships with uh, my friends and my family and 
I think that that's, that's really important. It's important to find that solid base of who you are. But like I've said a million times before is you are the people you spend time with. You are the people that you love. You are those people because if that is genuine love, it should be leaking into each other's souls. And as crazy as that sounds, that's what I believe. And that's why I choose who I spend that time with um, wisely. And we'll get into that later. But basically, um, work right now, being a millennial, figuring it out, move to another city, created a life. And now it's time to create. It's time to create. And, and I'm here. I planted my feet. And now I'm trying to expand. But it has been hard to balance because, yes, I have a job that pays my bills. I have this podcast and I have my um, clients and that pays my bills, too. But eventually what I'm working towards is to be able to do my coaching full time. And that's why I'm in school. And then that brings up all the other opportunities that I'm trying to master because it's all part of my big master plan. you You really have kind of two jobs, though, really, at this point, don't you? Oh, I like to think I have like a million, but yeah. So I'm, I mean, it's, I'm managing, um, a restaurant. I really love, like we've spoke about this before is I'm in love with the restaurant industry. I'm in love with it. I want to open a restaurant someday. I want to, um, be able to consult and coach different restaurants to make them as successful and as, um, positively interactional as possible. If that makes sense is I think there's, there's some restaurants that have great food, great decor, great ambiance, but you know what? The human interaction aspect is a three and it should always be a 10. That industry is full of intelligent human beings or it should be full of intelligent human beings. Hmm. A lot of people think it's full of dread, drug addict addicts and convicts, which there are those Well, it depends two. where you go, basically. So what I want to do is, I mean, it's an art and it's a production and it's fucking rad. And that's where I'm at with that job. I'm also a fitness instructor and I'm also a um, coach, a life coach mm-hmm. and uh, basically a personal consultant for a few clients. And that's also beautiful. They're all very rewarding jobs, but they are also different and they all... Um, take me to jump into them wearing different hats. Mm -hmm. And that's where sometimes I get tangled up. I forget to take one hat off and I go into the next job with that hat. And I'm like, fuck, you have to be able to separate those personalities. And it's fucking hard. Like being able to be, and I wrote this down on my board is being able to be a good mom, a good friend, a a great girlfriend, a good employee, an entrepreneur, a a dope daughter, you know, like those, those are things that a human needs to learn how to master. It sounds crazy. It's hard. It's really hard. But if you are not working towards becoming dope at all of those different titles that you may um, hold, then you're not doing something right. So what's the reason, what's, hard. what's the reason why you're feeling out of balance though at this point? I mean, that's, I mean, I honestly, I don't feel out of balance at all. Like, luckily I think I'm, I'm pretty good at this. It's like that. I like to compare it to, and what I was talking to one of my clients about is you have, this is, I don't know if this is going to make any sense to you, but you know, that, um, board that you balance on it, 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 you, it's like a skateboard, but it goes back and forth, back and forth, but you kind of have to, the way that your body moves, you kind of have to, um, just go with the flow of it. Like you have to, if it's, if it's going to go 
really hardcore to the right, you can't lean to the right. You're going to bust your ass. You have to lean to the left. You have to balance it out and you have to kind of anticipate the movement of this toy that you're standing on, whatever. So the way that I explain it is I walk through life and I, I go to each and every job anticipating the other person's energy or that environment's energy. I'm willing and strong to get punched in the stomach. You know what I mean? Like I'm ready for that. But I, so I'm walking in strong and anticipating whatever energy that particular space is going to throw at me. Um, and that's how I've been able to manage it. And you know how else I've been able to manage it is to when I am feeling overwhelmed is to step back and be like, okay, write some shit down, compartmentalize that shit in my head and make little documents full of everything I have to um, keep for each job. What so do you, yeah, but what are you writing down as an example? So say I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed at one job. I will take the time immediately after that job before I go to the next project and write down. I always take notes wherever I am. So say I'm working at the restaurant. I have a notebook. I take notes on everything I'm doing, everything I have to do, anything I learned that day, any ideas I have that day. And that's my restaurant. That's my restaurant document. But it's dope. I get inspired. And and you know what? At the end of the day, it all comes full circle and it's, I'm supposed to be doing all of these things all at once. I'm supposed to be like, and it feels right. And the universe is throwing some cool ass security scenes at me basically to be like, you're fine. You're fine. You're secure. You're fine. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Thank you. Thank you universe. Cause I was just about to jump off the cliff. You know what I mean? So you have to not only balance all of these things and all the knowledge you're learning from one job, from one job, from one job, but you have to not cloud yourself with too much information to the point where you're going to miss some crucial signs from the universe. It's really easy to get lost in the minutia and, and into the work and have the work start to start to be your identifier or the thing you identify mm-hmm. with. So how do you go about with all this stuff going on? How do you go about uh, keeping the big picture in focus? Because the big picture really is through all the, of the stuff that you're doing and you're expanding and you're using every single aspect of your life. It sounds like to to expand and to learn and to integrate who you are and your authenticity into the restaurant and into the into the training and into the coaching. So through all that process is there do you keep a priority list in regards to what's what's more important or Oh, or sure. and what happened and what happens when all of a sudden you find yourself if you look back on the last week or something you feel really unproductive in one of them or you're you just didn't connect in one of those aspects and it's not helping you to expand in your you know in the direction that you want to go then how do you go about yeah readjusting that totally and uh, And it happens i mean this is i love this topic today because all the millennials out there they we've talked about this is you have to you have to find a solid financial base so that you can create no one's going to come out of college and make the money you need to invest in a business or you're not going to find a investor you know you're gonna have to go through investors to find the one that's going to work and the one that is is going to be um kind of focused on your plan as opposed to they have the money you have to you have to be on their plan you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you, the financial thing um is a struggle for millennials when you first get out of college or when you first come up with this master plan so to balance 
keeping all of those happy you have to um i have an i kind of have like an internal an internal i I pay attention to the way that i am feeling and if i don't feel right and you know what it's fucking frustrating if i don't feel right leaving one space and going to the other it fucks with me like it fucks with me Mm -hmm. so you have to um keep that internal dialogue going on even if you're externally communicating in a whole nother space i have to talk to myself about what where i just left and what i need to do tomorrow when i come back or even after this space is done it's a lot of juggling you know and it's you know what i love about it most is i don't know if i answered that question but i what i love about it most is serving tables since i was eight years old has taught me all of this. But you know, number one, because I've been smart enough to pay attention at it as an 18 year old server and knowing that I was going to get, get something out of this. I wasn't just going to get 40% off on fucking my Lagunitas Pilsners. You know what I mean? Like, which is a good but benefit, but it's being not the main, in right. the service industry teaches you how to multitask like a motherfucker. You have to be have all these orders in your head. You have a plan of where you're, what you're doing, where you're going, what you're grabbing, who you're talking to. You got to say names if you if you want. And and you know what? I met with consultants this past week at the restaurant I work for because we're doing some um, restaurant consulting. And it's that's the universe telling me like, you're here, stay here. You know what I mean? There have been times where I'm like, I don't need this job. I can make it on my own. I will light the fire under my own ass. But the universe told me last week, stay here and and learn. There's still more to learn. And you know what was really cool is like, they are basically doing what I would love to do someday. And they're on my, my mental path with me. And, and I felt very alone until I met them. So like I'm paying attention to this, but anyways, the service industry, being able to multitask and do all of that at once has created that sense of multitasking in life. Like I can try to be a good girlfriend, but still have all this stuff on my plate as well as call my mom every Sunday, as well as try to call my grandma once a month as you know what I mean? But I'm doing it with a consistent flow and it's matching up. I'm not like stutter stepping. I don't feel like I have whiplash. You know what I mean? It's working for me. It's working for me. And I do need to thank the service industry for that. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about the service industry because it's taught me how to navigate through life as efficiently as I do. I agree. I think, you know, I spent five years in the industry and I totally agree. It's with amazing. It, 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 the, yeah, it, it can teach you so many things if you're open to the, into the teaching you know aspects of it. So let's say, that in this situation with the balance, and uh, I think you brought up a little bit of a surrender thing too, in terms of surrendering to really where the flow is going, and yeah. because there's a reason why, and you can learn from you know going into ter- a direction you may not think you need to go or you should be going, but it will ultimately uh, help you out in the long run. But let's just say. Because most of the time, when you first get out of college or you just get out of school, you're in a situation where you're working for somebody. And for, and in the restaurant situation, you work Always. for somebody, right? So yeah. so what happens, and I'm asking this because I already know that this happened to you. What happens <laughs> when uh, you, uh, you're there and you are present and uh, they know that and you're focused and you're a good employee and you want what's best for everything, the big picture and the little picture and yourself and your pocket and their pockets too. What happens when they start 
demanding more. And which you know, which which takes you out of balance. Totally. But it it's not something that you can directly control to change back. Totally. Does that make sense? So how do you go about dealing with that? Yeah, I mean, and this is how I would explain it. Number one, obviously, I think that you guys need to be confident in the way that you feel. I always say pay attention to your feelings, but be confident in the way that you're feeling. Know that you're feeling this for a reason and that it is time to speak up. When you start to feel a little uncomfortable, when you start to feel overwhelmed, and most importantly, when you start to feel like you cannot do your best at whatever it is because you are feeling overwhelmed, then you need to speak up. Before you give semi-okay um, work before you put out semi okay work because you're busy, you need to do something about it. And, and that's exactly how I explained it. I said, I want to do be 110% at everything I do. Even if I have six things that I have to do that week, some people say, um, that's too much. You're taking on too much. And, and you know what? I've heard that a million times the past six months. I've heard a million people tell me you're taking on too much. Not even like, yeah, I'm impressed with how I'm doing it, but also kind of like, kind of trying to keep me down a little bit, like kind of trying to be like, you're taking on way too much. You need to pull, pull some, pull some shit out of the equation. Did you ever think you were taking on too much? I never did. I felt okay. I never felt like I needed to pull anything out of the equation and I didn't want to like I just didn't. And then that's where my competition bones come into play where I'm just like, no, I got this. I'm proving to myself whether no, I will succeed. I was going to say whether I succeed or not, but I will succeed because I can do this. And and like we say is like we have the control over our mind and our actions. And and going back to your question is I don't I told I communicated with the people I was feeling a little bit uneasy about. And I said, I want to do this for you. I want to get this. I want to master this for you. But we have to be on the same page. And I told Tony this and he was like, he told me, go for it. Say that stuff to them. Because all I wanted to do, and millennials, please take a note on this. You might be working for someone who doesn't, who knows you as an employee, but they don't know you as a person. They don't know what your hopes and dreams are. They don't know you as the little kid that has the, that had these big hopes and dreams of opening up their own business. And you know what? Frankly, they don't give a fuck, which is fine. I don't need them to give a fuck, but do they need to know where you what your five year plan is? I think that they do. And I think that's important. I think that's a huge thing when it comes to millennials these days is because no, nobody in past generations would ever have told their employee, their five year plan. They would have never right. even yeah, thought right. about it. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Today, millennials, that is huge. And I think that your employer, whether they appreciate it or not, it's dope for that, for you to give them the heads up because that I, and now I feel good. It's like I sat down with them and I said, Hey, I want to give you 110% of my skills and the benefit I bring to this restaurant because I know I do. And the confidence exudes out of me every day that I'm there. But I also said, this is one of the hardest jobs I've ever had. And I think that that's why I want to stay so bad. Like, because I want to master it. I want to prove to myself that I can do this. Talk about human behavior. Holy shit. Being a manager of a restaurant and, a, and any restaurant 
is it literally sends me back and forth, back and forth, up and down every day. And, and, you know, that's not even including the other shit that I do, but, but I take it every day. I'm like, God, you guys are teaching me, even if it's just to fucking bite my tongue once in a while, you're teaching me some patience. And I told them, I want to be here. I want to do everything a hundred percent. I think they appreciated that because they don't want me to do things 70% just because I'm fucking overwhelmed. That's not okay. And when one day when I have employees and my staff, this is a whole nother topic I want to get into, but I appreciate someone who comes to work and works fucking hard, even if it's just for four hours that they're there. Everybody and does. Everybody does. It's a quality thing over a quantity thing. And I can't, I couldn't agree with you more in terms of doing that and letting them know. And you know what? The, most of the time, the managers or the GMs, or they, they won't, they really won't care about yeah. really knowing about your five year, but that's not the point of you doing that. The point of you doing that is to express, is to be open and you have levels of communication and you're expressing to them so they know. So even if they don't care, they still know. Does that make sense? I mean, it's, Oh, it's totally. Too, they know. And that they can that, never and, come back to you and be like, Hey, like, you know, at your review, at your yearly review, they can never come back and say, you know, you're really not here. We want some, we thought we hired you because you were so focused. And then one day you want to take over the business and you're just like, what? Like, no, I told you what I want to do. And I told you that I'm trying to get what I can out of this job, but I'm also trying to benefit you. It's not just to, to get something. Mm -hmm. Employers and millennials um, out there, you have to understand that you have to give as well. So you have you can't just come and get a paycheck from this job and just show up and clock in and clock out because if you do that, it's, the universe isn't going to help you at all. You need to come to this job with a will to benefit the company. Absolutely, because it, ha- it, it that needs to be an, an, an integral part of it. And as a previous manager and as a previous business owner with employees, I can tell you this. If if the employee if if the manager or the owner really has the big picture in mind in regards to what's best for everything, he or she is going to support you uh, as much as possible. And from my own perspective, in being in that particular situation, uh, I always train people to move forward. I didn't train them just to be great employees for me for the rest of their lives because totally. because I I always felt as though. I hope they don't. I mean, because I, I, I never brought people in thinking that their glass ceiling is going to be just as a server or just as a, you know, a staffer or a data person or something. Yeah, like whatever. That. I, I never brought because I because those are the people that you don't want to hire anyway. Exactly. You want to you want to continue to hire quality people like like you talked about in terms of you're going in and you're giving it 100 uh, mm-hmm. percent because you understand a little bit of a bigger picture. But that's such an important quality to have for all of us it, when you're out there, especially when you first get into the workforce, because if you go in looking at it selfishly, like what's in it for me? Totally. Which which is great and that's fine and that has to but that's not the only thing that you need to look at. It's a matter of looking at it uh in terms of a very symbiotic relationship, which means they get out of it as much as you get out of it and you're there and and it's about opening being open to learning. Just because you're getting coffee for people or you're running research or you're thinking that you're not being appreciated, which is complete bullshit. Because it, it ain't like, you know, going to summer camp where everybody gets the medal. Totally. It's just, totally. it it's all a learning experience. And, and if you do that and you give it that effort, I guarantee you, and you know this because you're a manager, they will notice. 
Yeah. And when they notice, there's a higher level of appreciation because they know that you got their back, they got your back, and overall, it's a very, very good relationship, and they're going to want you to continue forward, and they're going to help you to expand. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. And that's and that's, But that's why, going back to what you just said, that's why communication is so important if you feel overwhelmed and you need to create boundaries because, let's say, your uh, restaurant gig. Let's say the restaurant gig is asking more and more and more and more about you in terms of your time and your effort yeah, and, and your other stuff because you know the other stuff is just as important to you in terms mm-hmm. of expanding to your overall right, goal, right? Your overall life expansion in terms of where you want to go. If it takes the time up and you're not able to do your classes or you're skipping out on podcast recordings or, you know, as as a small, you know, hypothetical, then then you have you start to get uneasy about things. Totally. I, and totally. Then, and then, so and then, that's how that's why you have to pay attention to the way that these things are making you feel. And this exactly. brings me to my next point. My next point was that I want to speak on. If you're okay, so it's maybe maybe you're the type of person that did take on too much. Maybe you have because that's completely possible. Maybe well, you took on time, too much. Right? Maybe you have to pull back a little bit, and you have to figure. But but also you're kind of like, what do I like take away? Because I'm number one. Like maybe you're you're thoroughly enjoying everything that you're doing and you're learning from it and you feel good about everything, but you feel overwhelmed to the point where you're like, I need to make some decisions. That's where you have to start to feel or pay attention to your feelings. Like if I start to feel uneasy because I missed a podcast and I know that it's just going to make me depressed until the next week, I know that my, that podcast is important. Or if I miss a workout and I know that that made me feel uneasy and that whole day at work that I missed that workout, I just felt like shit. I know that that workout is important. But say you miss, say, I mean, and honestly, I don't know what it is. I literally hate making plans and missing them or anything like that. It does. It hurts inside. So, but you have to pay attention to what priorities mean the most to you. And don't worry about hurting anybody else's feelings. Don't worry about, about affecting anybody else. But stay in communication about it. And that's when you have to nip it in the butt before it gets too extreme to the point where this person will no longer trust you. So pay attention to your feelings. You feel it, communicate that you don't like the feeling of whatever it is and pull whatever it is that you can spare out of that equation, if that makes sense. No, it does. Which to me, I'm like, fuck, what would I... You know, and I I appreciate... I am so blessed to have such a dope support system and to have learned at a younger age how to kind of do a million things at once. Like I'm glad I, I'm glad I'm, I, I had that growing up, but some people are going to feel overwhelmed and you're going to have to do one thing at a time once in a while. Yeah. And, and until you get, until you get better at it. I mean, it's, it, it, it's just a skill. It's the same thing. Oh, you, I mean, you had sure. the opportunity to do it and, and you're, and you're good at it. And you know, the thing is, the, the whole key is to, is to be aware and understand when you're out of balance and then the reasons why. There's a couple things I want to bring up as we uh, wind down. I want to go through quickly just really the nuts and bolts of this whole thing, right? In terms of just looking at it as a guide, in terms of the guide that I give clients if they're going through a balance issue. I want to run through that super quick. I'll post them, I'll post the, the more detailed stuff 
in the show notes. So if you want to go to javabud.com and, and go to the podcast and you look at the show notes and I'll have them in there. The second thing I wanted to do is I wanted to bring up that Upworthy article, which was terrific. And it had, uh, it had, uh, well, we'll talk about that at, at the end. Okay. You want to get the one I sent you. Yeah. No, right? that's awesome. So real quick, basically when it comes down to it, if you feel out of balance, it's, it's about finding the perfect balance for success. The process is the same process as I, I give my clients, uh, for really anything. And, and you've got it. You get, you have to be aware and figure out where you're at right now. First thing, figure out where you're at, why you feel uneasy, why you feel as though you're out of balance. Cause there's always a reason why you feel out of balance, right? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. it's that impending, like you just said, like you felt, you felt bad about missing something. That something means, internally is pulling you in a certain direction and that's the feel that's the yeah, feeling it's of just, feeling yeah, it, out it, of yeah, whack. It's not good juju right you're not dialed in the second thing you need to do then is to compare where you're at once you take your inventory and there and i'll tell you how to do that you compare that with the best case scenario all right well now i know where i'm at now now how do i want to be what what does balance look like to me to where i to where the balance needs to be Based on what your overall life expansion is, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? It's not just balance in terms of time or effort. It's terms of what the fuck is all this for? And why? So so I love that you brought that up because it's like you have to know the why. So the why is the bigger picture. The why is literally six feet above. It's floating above my head. Yeah, it's 3,000 feet. I have a million things like Mm. on the way up to it, but... It's there. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your, where's your expansion going? Is it going into self-realization? Is it going into to being a philanthropist? Is it going into having a very successful business in coaching? Is it going, I mean, what, where you're, where are you going? And you, yeah. you've got, you've got to have some level of understanding in regards to really what you want to do with your life. It's the value thing. The third step is to develop an action plan and then just to take action, which is the most important, obviously. And we talk about that all the time because you can sit there and read a million books. You can go through this shit and you can put it down on paper. If you don't take action, nothing will ever happen. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Now, the thing that happens is, is that you'll fall on your face and you'll be, you'll be scared to death and you'll fail. And, and a lot of times that just squashes people. And then they're like, well, see, I knew it. I knew it. I was, I was going to yeah. fail. And then I'm scared shitless and I feel totally uncomfortable. And we talk, you talk about uncomfortable, you talk about uncomfortability all the time, which is mm-hmm. good because you need it. So, uh, so, you know, so the first part is realization. Uh, you, you've got, you figure out why you're uneasy. Ask yourself the why question. Then the second thing is to prioritize. And here's the tool. And, the, and I'll throw this out real quick. The tool is life, a life log. It's a log. So you just, see, so you just, you, you take your piece of paper, your little tablet or whatever you want, or you're on your phone or whatever. And for three days, just three days, and I have all my clients do this three days, just write down. What you're doing at any particular time and how much time you're giving to it. Now you're, totally. you're going to lie, first of all, because everybody does, because it's a time, it's a perception thing, because you don't want to admit the fact that you're sitting there eating Cheetos and watching, you know, totally. and you're streaming Game of Thrones, <laughs> you know, eight, eight, uh, you know, eight episodes of Game of Thrones. You're going to do that a little bit, but don't worry about it. Just, just do that. You have, then that's how you figure out where you're at. You have to figure out where you're at first and the reasons why you feel out of balance. And then once you take that, then you you make that list in terms of your overall priorities in terms of you know how much do i want to give how much do i want to give the workout class how much do i want to give the coaching how much do i want to give the restaurant how much do I, or, or, or how much do you need to to give it to in, in order to get to, a, to get past the hump that maybe will give you a little bit more time right, back in order to expand you know I mean? in order to expand to your purpose 
right? In order, because right. they all mesh together and they all need to work together. The, and in that process, and the one thing I want to bring up is bridging. And you already talked about it. Bridging is understanding. And we've already talked about this on a number of podcasts too. Understand this. You can't just live in your own head and do whatever the hell you want to get. I mean, if you're an artist, you can't just sit in your room for you know, 20 hours and do your art unless you have some sugar daddy or sugar mom out there paying for your shit. You have totally. you have to balance out. They have one foot in your own world and and honor that because that's really where things are going to go. That's your guiding principles. The other one is to keep the other foot in the big world, which is working at the restaurant or mm-hmm. doing you know doing time at Starbucks or wherever you happen or you know working at the movie theater, whatever you happen to be doing. You've got to do that. Those are necessary tools to get you to where you need to go. They're not like you said with a restaurant. They're not inconsequential and they're not just work because wherever you find yourself like you just proved in terms of you talking about the restaurant wherever you find yourself you can learn a lot of stuff and you have to be aware and willing to learn i think one of my biggest frustrations is when i feel that a certain employer just somewhat a colleague that i'm working with just doesn't enjoy what they do, but mostly they don't enjoy it because they feel like they're not getting anything out of it. But the only reason they're not getting a thing out of it is because they're blocked. You can well, learn they're not something. Looking, they're not open to it. You, yeah. you can learn something from being a fucking garbage man if you open your if you open your eyes. You can learn so something from anything. That right? excuse I mean, is just not, it is absolutely absurd and it's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Whatever you do, if you're scooping ice cream at Baskin Robbins, you can learn from it if you are truly wanting to learn and expand and you know what if you're not then that's a big problem right there that's where you need to start really when it comes down to it if you think oh i just need to get to the right job or i need the right boss or i need to be you're just you waiting know, for someone to walk in the door and give you an opportunity it doesn't work um, that way it it's does hard not, it does you okay you, you create your own opportunities you get the if you're if you're scooping ice cream and you're just sitting there going ah fuck more ice cream and i gotta close and the stuff is sticky and it sucks and i hate you know whatever, yeah. then then you're not going to be open to opportunities to where People are going to be coming in and you have the opportunity every single time for every single customer to come in to connect with your customer. Maybe that customer has some other business in some PR or some fashion firm. You've always wanted to be a fashion blogger. The the person comes in and you're like sitting there, you know, scooping rum raisin out just saying, I hate this fucking job. Totally. You're going to miss it. You're not. Yeah. They're not going to want to connect with you. So, it, sure. but if you're open and say, "Hey, you know, how's it going? Good day, blah blah blah." Oh, that's a great necklace. I don't know. And, yeah, you know, totally. Fa- Where'd you, know, you get it? Fashions. Yeah, I'm totally into fashion. Oh, holy shit! Literally, that's how I've gotten every opportunity that has ever come to me is I've had a conversation with someone because, oh, weird. There's a human in front of me. I'm gonna interact mm-hmm. with them and I'm gonna do it genuinely. Mm-hmm. And it's always been great and it's always been um, very beneficial to me and to that person. Um, I have a book. I want to recommend it's called black privilege opportunity comes to those who create it. And it's by Charlemagne. He's a radio personality and now he's into TV and I followed him since he was just a radio person. now he's doing so many things and he's got this best selling book, but it's dope because Mm -hmm. yeah, it's about, it's a, it's basically his memoir and it's about how he grew up and how he created every opportunity and the fact, and, and in this, this weird era i guess if you i hate to even say that 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 being black seems like a burden um to people which are we like i I hate even saying that 
Um, no, but he, it brings up a very good discussion point that we can... He, totally. You know. We can get into that later. But he has created his own privilege. It doesn't matter if you're black, yellow, purple, or blue. He's created his own privilege, and it's dope because he talks about that it doesn't matter where you're from, if you're dirt poor, or if you've got all the privilege in the world, unless you create the opportunity and it's genuinely coming from your soul and who you are and what you are supposed to be doing because you've paid attention to the signs growing up, um, it doesn't matter where you're from or, or what color you are. You can create it. You have the control. And and they have this white white privilege, black privilege, whatever those concepts are and it's just to me it's like i don't give a fuck what nationality religion or race you are if you're creating good work and you're benefiting the community then you're going to be successful and the good part about it is the fact that i think our tribe here that listen to this constantly and the more people that come into this we're kind of on the same level i think we all know that we have that level of self-empowerment and we can really achieve whatever it is that we happen to want to achieve and we're not going to use anything as an excuse because i've known i've known really i've known really rich people with a big golden spoon up their ass uh that have had every opportunity that are sitting there uh, shooting heroin up right now and then, yeah because and, and, yeah, they, then, yeah. they don't have any drive no they don't and, it, and you know why because it all comes down to the individual because there's i've also yeah. known people that have come from absolutely nothing and they are just insanely fulfilled and they're expanding and they're successful and it's it so it doesn't matter don't use where you're at from a socioeconomic standpoint, as an excuse not to do something, yeah. and and I don't, and that's and and again, I'm going to say I don't think everybody here, I don't think really we have too big of a problem with that because if you did, you wouldn't be listening to this. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so the last I have a few. Oh, you, oh no, go no, for it. No, I, I was just going to say I wanted to mention the Upworthy article real quick. It's uh, it's called a comic about hard work and depression that everyone should read, and I really do think everybody should read this. And really, she's a cartoonist, and she talks about her own personal story, and it's about identifying with your work, and then when work doesn't flow exactly how you want it to to go, or you get too caught up in it, then there's a level of depression because she doesn't want to be identified with her work, but she identifies with her work. Does that make sense? Yeah. And when 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 she when your when your identity is only in what you do. You're going to have a real problem. And that's right. where, and that's where depression comes in because depression is really just a big roadside and saying, what are you doing, man? You're going down the wrong road. Yeah. You're doing the wrong thing. It's why the, are you, why are you right. so unfulfilled? Because you can't identify yourself with something you do. It, you have to be. You have to be whatever it is. So she's a cartoonist and she's actually, I mean, just the fact that she's written this and put in Upworthy's picked it up is such a huge give to so many people. That's where the value is. And I'm hoping totally. that through her process, but I'm going to post this. I'm going to post this in the, in the show notes. I think everybody should read this or go to Upworthy and just look for, uh, her name is, uh, Xin Ying Kor. And, uh, she, she says, uh, I do not know what my identity is when I'm not working. And so, yeah. I mean, this is such a great short you know, thing and it's, but and it's, it's but, really but it's relevant point, right? to, oh, it's such a good point. It's really relevant to entrepreneurs too, because I think that the most beautiful thing about an entrepreneur is they, they know who they are and they found who they are and they've created their work around that. And that's someone that's going to really be successful, I think, is because it all starts with knowing and if you can create something that is financially benefiting you around 
who you are because you're only going to do something so dope if it is exactly who you are. And so I just knowing and working goes hand in hand. It does, but it, but it's a matter of not getting caught up, which goes along with the show. Don't get caught up in the fact that just the work is I just because you're working a lot and you're producing a lot. That's your identifier. It's not. Right, it's sure. it's it's the reasons why you are working. Why yeah. are you working? Why are you doing this? It should be to better yourself and to expand yourself as well as to expand society and the world as a whole. Because it's all it's not just about you. It's never just about you. It never has been just about you. It's always been about you being your best to help everybody else. Period. Right. And totally. and that's and that's one piece that she's missing and I hope she gets it. But I'm gonna post that and uh and so that'll be on the thing. So you wanted yeah. to finish up with a couple things. Um just a couple tips to help you balance very very simple and to the point let go of the concept of perfectionism i think that that's the probably the hardest thing i've had to do in this time um do not think that everything needs to be perfect there's a difference in everything being perfect and giving 100% you can give 100% and still not get perfect Good point. so give 100% but that doesn't mean that you're perfect and don't don't get lost in that concept um, also take a day. I, I know time is scarce. Literally. I said this before I plan my days, douche, 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 hour, 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 but you have to take a day. Like yesterday I took a day and it was amazing. I felt good. I unplugged. I just relaxed. I read, I, you know, watch a dumb reality TV show, take a day to like be just an, a normal millennial or a normal person and like just live, you know, live in that moment, try to do that. And then, uh, be physical work out get those um endorphins pumping get those juices get, flowing the chemicals yeah, are get important the juices flow and have sex do whatever you got to do you have to still do not deprive yourself of pleasure do You're not human do not and you need it whether it's to have a glass of wine or i think we've been talking about this a lot is just have some really great intimate fun with another person. And then my last and most important thing is be aware of where you spend your time and do not spend it with people that aren't feeding your soul, whether it's positivity, encouragement, truth, or knowledge. Well done. That's a mic drop. I, lo I love all those. So uh, you can find uh, this and everything else that we've ever done at javabud.com, J-A-V-A dot or J-A-V-A-B-U-D.com. And that's my website. And I got all my stuff up there. I also have a freebie. There's a freebie up there. It's like a cheat sheet and it's seven proven, proven phrases that will immediately bring more love, money and happiness into your life. I mean, who who, who doesn't want that? So totally. you can go up there. It's a cheat sheet, and then I actually give you a bonus. I give you a bonus freebie. I actually give you the entire ebook if you want to go through that. And that's all just a and part of the gig. And next week, let's give a little bit of teaser. We're going to talk about um, lust and how dangerous of an emotion and a feeling that that is. And we want to help you navigate through those feelings so that doesn't alter your perception on of, of you, yeah, basically. The good, the like good, lust is bad, something right? I'm trying to explore and study. I think it's so amazing how it can literally change your life for the good or the bad. And we want to help you navigate in the middle um, and kind of hold on mm -hmm. to the why, basically, of yeah. this whole show. Because lust comes along and... 
Oh, really? Yeah, it, it can it can mess stuff up pretty good. And mm-hmm. the, you know, the only reason we're teasing this week is because it's like the first time ever we've actually known what we're going to talk about. Not the, the day before. <laughs> I know. I'm like, can we please tease this? And this is going to be it's, so it's good. Usually, it's usually because we we're we're both very um it uh, uh really flow and energy people. So yeah. we don't like just deciding on a topic like a week ahead of time and then just doing a bunch of stuff because if we don't feel it at that time then we don't talk about it and you're the same right. you're you're even more so than I am so yeah. and that's why we wait for like a couple days before and then see what's come up in our own lives and what people are talking about and that's why we decide on what we talk about so but all that yep. all that being said that's kind of how it works that's the inner workings of these uh, deranged minds mm-hmm. so remember it's javabud.com you can find everything Alexi's at uh, uh, Lexi at crucialawareness.com crucial it's uh, SoundCloud Stitcher and iTunes you can listen to everything on also there's that we are doing the on YouTube the videos are being posted the videos are posted on YouTube on my Java bud two words Java bud uh, you can uh, search that on YouTube and then su- subscribe to the channel or you can just go to my website because I'm posting them there too so it's all yes. good videos are up or they're gonna be up um, and I uh, hope you guys are well I hope this helped out if you have any comments concerns questions critiques you have anything you want to bring up anything you want to bring down you let me know you let lexi know you know go ahead and uh, respond to this respond to the comments go on to my website go on to her uh, go to her email let us know let's know what the fuck is going on because it's really all about us kind of working together this is all in an open source collaborative thing that's how we created this that's how my business is and that's how lexi's business is and the only way we can do that is if we get everybody kind of throwing their own shit in yeah we want it we need to know what's going on i value i value as much it's like our coaching sessions when we coach it's it's open source i mean we don't we don't say this is it and this is it and this is it and and you gotta gotta follow these to the letter we throw out guidelines out there and then i want feedback from everybody what works and what doesn't work because a lot of times this will work for 100 people but it won't work for 30 and if it doesn't then you know then that's not the point the point is to get something that'll work for everybody or close to everybody so anyway rant at the end i didn't want to do that but there you go so you want to take us out all right peace out thanks for listening and we'll be back next week talking about lust lust